Hey there, welcome to week 12 college and week 11 NFL of the Long Shots podcast. Um, you've got Randall Rainey here. We're a little bit different of a format. Um, we've got Parker, long distance via cellular phone. Parker, want to introduce yourself? Hello. He's not a robot this week. He's in Augusta with his in-laws and his wife. And we've got a special guest, uh, Sam Studley. Want to say hello? Hey, what's up, guys? You didn't say hello. Oh, hello. Thank you. Um, I didn't want to. <clears throat> we got an interesting week coming up. Um, love to dive in. Let's talk about some college football first. Can I uh, can I say something before we get started? I, I'm actually hosting this week, so I'll be calling the shots. Um, but yes, permission granted. Okay. I just want to say that um, sports has always brought people together. In a time where the news is littered with stories of violence and hate, sports doesn't care about your economic status, political party, Rip or religion. Up. It it's up. all about who wins and the, when the clock hits zero mm. and which team you're backing. That's why my bookie offers such a great product. Those guys let you bet on anything. Maybe you like to keep it simple and pick against the spread. Maybe you're into the thrill of hitting a big parlay. Maybe you just like the crazy props or in-game betting. My bookie has all of that. Do you like free money? Great. My bookie gives out outstanding bonuses and free plays to everyone. Now is a great time to give my bookie a try because guess what? This weekend will go a long way into determining the NFL playoff field. Week 11 features Vikings, Bears, Eagles, Saints, and on Monday night, the Chiefs and Rams. That could be one of the best Monday night games we've seen in a long time, and it could help decide which team is best in the NFL this season. Sign up this week, and my bookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. So use the, long, the code LONGSHOTS on my bookie to get a 50% deposit bonus. It's promo code LONGSHOTS. My bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. I like that. Very Thank you. Well I made it myself. It's uh, very I, important to find a good website if you're going to get into sports gambling if you don't live in new jersey if you don't live in nevada if you're like us and you live in the bible belt and you have to hop online to gamble um you got to find somebody you trust i made a mistake my first one um truck driver at work said hey man use this website and i said okay yeah cool yeah i'll use it um and it took me a whole lot of gambling and a whole lot of frustration to get my money back. Uh, it took weeks. <laughs> Some of that I'm still waiting on. So go with somebody you can trust. We really like my bookie. That's what we use. We've had great experiences with it. They they do a weird thing where when you win money, they pay you. It's unique um, for a lot of these online <laughs> websites. What do you know? So what was that promo again, Parker? <laughs> Long shots. Long shots. Um for now, this podcast is free. We've been making so many good picks, we need to start charging for it. So the way that you can help us out is to sign up on MyBookie, take advantage of that promo. What was that promo code again? Long shots, one word. Long shots. Sign up on MyBookie, make some money, use the promo code Long Shots, and uh, we'll keep doing this for free. We're going to help you make some money this week. Um, that's That's the point. That's why we're here. Okay, want to dive into some college football? Yeah. Okay, let's I talk. I hate these games this week. Yeah, they're they're terrible. I mean, watching these. I mean, if you if you're a fan of blowouts and a lot of points, this will be a fun week to watch football. But like, this is just a terrible week. This is the week each season where 
if you're doing well, you stop betting because you don't want to lose all your money. And if you're doing poorly, you bet it all on these games and then you lose more money. That's what this week is. That that That's a decent summary of this week. What do you think about Alabama? Um, is this a misprint? Are they only minus 15 at the Citadel or is that right? Uh, minus 51 and a half. Okay, I had it backwards. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, minus 15. <laughs> I was going to say, what do you mean there's no money to be made? Alabama's negative 15. <laughs> so how do you feel about it? What do y'all think? 51's um, a big number. It is a big number. Go ahead. Um, the only thing that concerns me about this number is, one, Hertz is not going to be playing this week, um, as far as I know. So there's going to be no incentive for somebody to lay up some points after they've taken two out. So I don't see Alabama really stepping on the gas the entire game. I think they're going to be focused on staying healthy. They want to win, obviously. That goes without saying, but I don't I don't really see them throwing up some huge numbers. What do you all think? I think they're going to be running the ball a decent bit. I think once they take Tua out, they're still going to put up some points because nobody's going to stop even their third and fourth string running backs, yep. uh, especially the Citadel. But I think they're going to milk the clock pretty quickly in the second half. And yeah. 51 is a big number. But, yeah, I think it's too big. What's your gut say, Parker? Uh, I feel the same way. I mean, I don't think the Citadel's going to score a single point in this game. So I could see it anywhere from 40 to nothing to 60 to nothing. But they, if they're smart, they'll sit to it this whole game mm-hmm. to help uh, to fix his knee up. Um, so I don't think running up the score is in the stars for this one. But you, you never know. I mean... You know, these second and third string guys might be, you know, they might want to get some highlights, get some tape out there. So you never know how these things are going to happen. But I didn't think Citadel would beat South Carolina three or so years ago either. And that wound up happening. So (laughs) (laughs) So I've learned to stay away from the Citadel. Um, I'll be doing that this week as well. Yeah. Um, So would you, anybody going to be betting on this? Are y'all going to stay away from it or what are you going to do? It's a pass for me. Yeah, same here. Staying away. Okay. Let's talk about Clemson at Duke. Clemson is a 28-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you all think? For me, I'm going to this game, and there's just a rule. If you go to the game, you have to bet Clemson and the over. I mean, Otherwise, you no won't be able to, to enjoy it. it. If you're there and you're not gambling, how are you going to have fun? Yeah. That's what my dad always said. So, That's not true. So I've, I've got to do that. That's, there's no choice there. So you're doing the over? Yeah. What is the over on that? 57-and-a-half. Yeah, yeah, I, c- I could see Clemson doing that. Yeah, I keep referencing to 10, something like that. Every game I'm basing Clemson off of for every ACC team other than Boston College, I'm just thinking about what they did to Louisville. I know Louisville's terrible. I know I can't compare yeah. Louisville to anybody else really, but yeah, I could. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Clemson alone threw up over 60 points. Yeah, Cutcliffe's a good coach. I think they'll keep it close in the first half, but Clemson will definitely. Definitely put on the gas, not put on the gas, but they'll run away with it in the second half. Yeah. I've learned to gamble on Clemson this year, so I'm definitely going to be getting in on the spread on this. Um, I know 28.5 is a massive number, um, but I've I've lost all feelings. I've lost all reason. Um, I'm just going to jump on it. What do y'all think? What, the Clemson Duke? Yep. I think you're. I think Duke's going to score a field goal first, and you're going to be able to live bet Clemson at minus fourteen somehow, mm. and uh, you know just do what you do. 
you know, the live bets have been great for me this year. Yeah. I've, I've actually done significantly better um, watching the teams for the first quarter and saying, eh, I think it's going to go this way for the rest of the game. So yeah. that, that's I think it's a pretty good strategy. Um, wait, wait and let that spread die down a little bit before you jump on. Yeah. <laughs> the wait and see approach. It's always yeah. nice to, you know, <laughs> see part of the game first. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Here's one I wanted to talk about. Y'all didn't want to talk about this one, but I'm hosting today, so guess what? Parker, you're on a cell phone. I could just hang up on you if I wanted to. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about Kentucky and uh, Middle Tennessee State. Um, Kentucky is a 14-point favorite. I like Middle Tennessee on this one. I think they can keep it within 14 points. What do y'all think? I think that Middle Tennessee is one of those teams that's actually decent for one of the you know, non-Power 5 schools, and they're one of the ones that's kind of got an opportunity to play on the big stage this week. If you do, if I'm Middle Tennessee, I'm not getting a huge opportunity to be on the TV too many times this year, and I'm going to try to put my best foot forward this week. Sure. For sure. Um, you know, they're not – I think they're they, – and they do have a lot to play for, so maybe you could say, well, maybe they're holding out players too, kind of like some of the other teams are waiting for their rivals next week. But I think that Middle Tennessee – this is their big game of the year. You know, this is their spotlight game. So I think they'll keep it close. I think they'll play a good game. What do you think, Parker? Uh, yeah, I think Kentucky still wins this, but I, I lean yeah. in TSU against the spread. They won four straight. They're on the up and up. Kentucky's banged up, but they're still trying to get to nine wins on the season to have somewhat decent of an end. But I like Kentucky by a touchdown. So you think Kentucky will win? Now, hold on. <laughs> yeah, but not, they, yeah. Just, they just won't cover. Yeah, but yeah, they're gonna win this game. Yeah, I, I like Middle Tennessee covering on that. Um, next, we're gonna talk about one that Sam want to talk about. Nobody else wanted to talk about this one, but <laughs> I guess since this is first time on the podcast, we'll bring it up. Texas A and M, um, sixteen and a half point favorite at UAB. Talk to us. What's up? Well, kind of the same situation as what I said about Middle Tennessee. Uh, UAB is also a team that's had a pretty decent year. Um, and it's pretty cool that they've had a decent year uh, coming back so quickly. But this is also their spotlight game. I don't think they care about, you know, next week's game. They're not worried about whatever bowl game they get into. I think they're putting all their eggs into this basket. This is, you know, if they go win their conference, great. If they win a bunch, you know, eight games, nine games, that's great. But if you go and beat Texas A&M, that's, that's a, a – Flag win for your for your program. So okay, full disclosure to everybody out there: Sam is a diehard, bitter, bitter Florida State fan. Listen, I also that has nothing to do with this. See, There's no hear, spite here for Jimbo, but I, I, know, I hear a little spite in your voice. Well, he is a son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Parker? How, <laughs> I don't care about this game. <laughs> Somebody cares like, about this game. I like A and M in the spot, but. Uh, no, I don't like this game at all. All right. Sam's okay. got a feeling about this one. He's got some spite <laughs> boiling. He doesn't want to admit it, but uh, yeah. I think there might be a little hate in his in his uh, decision-making here. Old Jim Bob. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Cincinnati and uh, UCF. Um, UCF's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think? Let's we'll start with Parker. This is the this is the college game day game. You, Cincinnati at UCF. That tells um, you how slim pickings are this week. Yeah. Um, this is definitely going to be the toughest team that UCF has seen all year. 
the hot, the popular hot take right now is like Cincinnati is going to win this game outright. I don't really see that happening. I actually like UCF to cover the spread. Um, I mean, Cincinnati's looked great. UCF, they're trying to fight their way into that top 10, but this will be an interesting game. And I mean, it's, it'll certainly, if they do blow this game out, the conversation will have to get a little bit more serious, whether a, a, uh, team like this could ever have a chance in the top four, top five, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think, Sam? I agree. I mean, I think I, I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game, to be honest with you, but yeah, I agree. What's the over-under on this, Parker? Do you have it? Uh, I don't have it in front of me now. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Um, so I guess we're going to stay away from the over-under on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's going to be pulling that up while we talk about another powerhouse. 61. 61? Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you feel about on that one? Uh, I don't know. I kind of like that over, actually. I'm taking the yeah. over. I see something like a 42-36, something like that. Um, Shoot out. Those some big numbers. Telling you. I hope so. Okay, uh, Washington State. They're a 10.5-point favorite. Um, Arizona's coming to see them. What do you all think on this one? Crickets. I'll tell you um, what I think. <laughs> um, I think Arizona is going to go up to play in the cold in Washington State, and we know how much of a weather factor we like to talk about on this show. We follow the weather. We believe in the weather. I think the weather exists <laughs> in influencing games extremely. Um, I like Washington State to cover 10.5 points, um, and I think they'll do it fairly easily over Arizona. What do you yeah, think? I like that. Uh, Arizona's had trouble on the road in general this year. Uh, like you said, I love the any any weather based pick I'll take, especially if you give it to me. We're a mainly a pick'em podcast. We're kind of a weather podcast. I know I need to t- uh, change our genre in iTunes to weather. Yeah, we uh, we had a mini meltdown when we discovered what the weather was going to be like in Boston last week, which attributes. To- to us missing that pick, we I think we had the over on that one for Clemson at Boston yeah. College. It was yeah. like two degrees outside, and the wind was swirling like 30 miles an hour. We realized we blew it. We made a mistake. So <laughs> pretty early yeah. on in that game, um, I live betted the under and caught it at like 55 or something while it was still early. Um, I bailed myself nice. out. Okay, another <laughs> game. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, – Notre Dame and Syracuse. Uh, this is on a neutral site, isn't it? Isn't it like Yankee Stadium? Yeah. Oh. Notre Dame wearing the pinstripes. Oh, taking it, taking it old school. Um, Notre Dame's a nine-point favorite over Syracuse. Uh, Sam, what do you think on this one? I think that Syracuse is two and two outside of the Carrier Dome this year, and even though they're not going to be far from home, I think they're gonna. It's going to be kind of like a road game. Notre Dame's going to be coming in pretty pumped. Notre Dame is. A scary pick because they're always prone to blowing that one game, but I think they're going to do that next week against U- USC. Uh, so <laughs> I'm taking Notre Dame. I like it. What do you think, Parker? Uh, I like this over here. It's 65. I feel like Syracuse has been averaging over 45 points in their last four games, um, and Notre Dame scores points too. I mean, this is going to be a huge shootout. But I lean Syracuse just because I think it's going to be such a shootout that it's going to be within a touchdown. Whoever has the ball last is going to win this game. I, I thought that I, I, I like the over the I think the overs the play here. 
I like the over. I thought the same thing you did for a while. Um, but after watching Notre Dame last week, they're a they're a pretty physical team, and you know Florida State yeah. got blown out by both. So yeah, Notre Dame rested their starting quarterback last week. Exactly, they get Ian Book back. Yeah. So I, I like him throwing up some points in this game. I'd probably hop on the over um, on that one. Next up, we got West Virginia. They're a five and a half point favorite over Oklahoma State. Please tell me what the over is on this one because I want to jump on it. What is it, Parker? Um, let me find it again. It's big. It's real big. It's probably like a thousand. Like 74. <laughs> yeah. Is it legitimately 74? It's 74, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my tone has changed on I, that I one. don't like the over just because I don't think – I don't know if Oklahoma State's going to score that much. I really like West Virginia here. Yeah. Um, I think it's a big game for them. Uh, they're going to come out swinging. Oklahoma State, I mean, they've been scrappy. You know, they've been that team that's like catch every, every team if they're sleeping. Oklahoma State's the one to come out and either give them a scare or get the upset. But uh, I like West Virginia in the spot. They look so good. Yeah, I'll take a, I would take West Virginia for five and a half over Oklahoma State. What do you think, Sam? I could take that. I think Will Guru have a big have a big day. And uh, I agree. Okay. I don't like that we're all agreeing on everything. That means we're going to get it all <laughs> You wrong. know what? I disagree. I think Oklahoma State's going <laughs> to throw up some numbers. Yeah, we need some organic disagreement here. Okay, we got a, got another game we'd like to talk about. Texas, two-and-a-half-point favorite um, over Iowa State. Throw me some hot takes. This is the Iowa State upset game. Texas has had so many close wins. Their record really doesn't even reflect like the up and down season they've kind of had. Um, and they've just been so shaky down the stretch. I think Iowa State's going to win this one. Sam shaking his head. Oh, I'm just thinking. Uh, no, I want you to disagree with it. We need some. Uh, you're need absolutely some, wrong. We need some friction. Why is he wrong? Oh, I'll tell you what. Because if that happens to Texas, those guys they're going to go. Those fans they're they're going to pop pretty soon. I mean, they're, they're desperate for something. I don't think they're going to let it happen. You heard, you heard it here first. They're going to the pop. Fans. Mm-hmm. The fans will pop. <laughs> the fans are going to cover the spread. All yeah. right. I'm just telling you. Okay. So, uh, any more picks you want to run through this week, Parker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, What have we not talked about? Uh, the Georgia-UMass game. I tried it's to It's like disagree. a minus 44. Yeah. Um, it's gonna, That's going to come down to Georgia's defense, I think. Uh, UMass defense stinks. If Georgia can keep them out of the end zone, they'll go up big here. But I don't know about 44 points. I kind of like UMass there. Um, Boise State at New Mexico. Boise State's minus 20. Um, I I like Boise State there. Yeah. Um, it could be a letdown game because they've got Utah State coming up. Uh, but New Mexico stinks. They've lost five straight. Boise State's rolling after that win against Fresno State. I was very disappointed in that way. Crush them. Um, what else? Like Oklahoma minus thirty six over Kansas. That's going to be a blowout. Yep. Um. All right, and now I'm just going to read down all the other nasty picks I've got. Um, I like UTEP plus seven over Western Kentucky. I like UNLV plus six and a half at Hawaii. I like Maryland plus fifteen at Ohio State. Wisconsin plus four and a half at Purdue. And 
I like the Western Carolina UNC over 80. Wow. That's a sucker bet, but I'm going to take it. Okay. And I like the, let's see, Temple minus 13 and a half at USF. Sounds good. What is your uh, what is your lock of the week? If you could only bet on one game and you had to pay the rent, which one would it be this week? Uh, me? Yeah. Um, probably the uh, probably going to be the Notre Dame Syracuse over. Ah. I wanted to have some disagreement there. You should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the. Uh, the Clemson spread. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take your advice, Parker, and see if I can let it go down a little bit in the first quarter. But uh, Clemson has you not. You won't. You won't. You'll get it at minus sixty. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that uh, plenty of times this season, and it has paid out uh, pretty well. Oh, the uh, the Utah Colorado over forty eight. I like that one too. Yeah, it's a pretty low number. Yeah. Sam, you got any picks that you would take to the bank this week? Other than in my Syracuse Notre Dame, that was Parker's. You gotta have a different one. <laughs> I told him about that earlier. <laughs> Other than that, I think I'll take the take Clemson as well. I think that's pretty solid against the spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I'm taking it, but I'm taking it because I'm going to the game. I have to. I'm <laughs> obligated. You guys aren't supposed to. That's a terrible line, but. They'll cover. <laughs> they will. They will. I know I told you that all logic just has to go out the window with Clemson uh, <laughs> this year. And I hate saying it. As I've said before, I'm a South Carolina fan. This is not bringing me joy to say this at all. But, hey. That's all right. Yeah. Yep, got to do it. All right. Ready to talk about some NFL? Let's do it. All right, let's get into some NFL. Last week, Parker, we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna cover our new segment where we call it dead ass, patented, copyrighted, take it to the bank, dead ass. What was your dead ass right pick of last week, Parker? Well, I was dead ass right about the Browns until you talked me out of it on Sunday morning. I know it. I told you, I told you, I told you the Browns would cover that game. You did, and but I mm. also said that you would talk me out of it by Sunday, and, and you did. did. And I bet it, and I was I was traveling. So you were I was right in, twice. I was, in, uh, I was in Asheville. That was the only game, the uh, only afternoon game I was able to see it in a bar. And I walk in, and it's like, it's something terrible, like three touchdowns up or something like that. I was just uh. so I was dead ass right about that, but not really. More importantly, um, let's talk about what you got wrong. <laughs> um, well, again, we talked about this last week. These stupid games that we try to call. The Thursday night games that we try to predict while, like, right before they happen, even though by the time the podcast comes out, the game will be over. I was like, Panthers, Panthers, Panthers. And then we just sat down and watched a terrible game. I didn't want to watch football the rest of the weekend after that game. That was one of the nasty, most depressing nasty. games I've ever forced myself to watch. Yeah, it was gross. Let's not even talk about it. Let's not let's talk about this week. No, let's talk about things I got right. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. <laughs> My my dead ass right was the Chargers. You tried to talk me out of it. I said no, Parker. Um, no. The, I said no. <laughs> no. Uh, I said the Raiders have no incentive to win another game this year. And you said, do they? And I said, no, they do not. They are a worse team in the future if they win another game this year. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I believe the Parker, uh, the Parkers. I believe the Chargers could uh, could easily <laughs> hang ten on the uh, on the Raiders. Uh, they didn't do it quite as easy as I wanted to, but they they did it. Took it to the bank. Oh, I tell you what, we were also super right about was the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Yes, you had, we were. you had the same take about the Jets. They had no reason to win that game. Yep, and they uh, they made that very clear. They made uh, that abundantly clear. It was forty-one to ten. That was yeah. amazing. I'd be afraid to bet anything but against the Jets or the Raiders for the rest of the season. That doesn't mean I'm going to bet on any of their games, but if I were to bet on them, <laughs> it would not be in favor of either one of those teams. Uh, <laughs> Another one we got right. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people were on this one. Um, I think they saw the line inflated because of Nick Mullins, but we got the Giants right last week. Mm-hmm. I was in a hotel watching it with some strangers because I was out of town for work and a guy accused me of being a Giants fan. I was like, hold on, buddy. Just because I'm pulling for the Giants does not mean I'm a Giants fan. I'm not quite <laughs> that miserable. <laughs> but uh, Eli pulled it out. Uh, I think we were dead-ass right thing in that Saquon Barkley and OBJ would do things to put points on the board. Mm-hmm. So I was happy with that one. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this week. Um, first, we got the Texans at the Redskins. Texans are a three-point favorite. Um, what do you think? Um, I love the Texans here, minus three. I like the under two, but I I thought last week would be the week that the Redskins tripped up. I think it's going to be this week. The Texans look really good uh, these past couple weeks. Um, so I'm excited for this game. I think the Texans are – they had a bye week last week, right? So mm-hmm. – they're rested. They're going to come out swinging. They're going to win this game like twenty-one to ten, something like that. There's a uh, there's a couple reasons I agree with you on this. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, one is that the Redskins allowed the Bucks to put up five hundred yards, over five hundred yards of offense. Now, how they only kept them to scoring single-digit points is an anomaly that will never be explained. That is even not possible. If you told me that the Bucks were going to put up five hundred yards against the Redskins, I say, well, easy, done. Um, if the Texans put up, yeah, if they put up any, anything like that close to offensive effort, I don't think the Redskins can keep up. Yeah. Um, that and Cutie's going to be back. Um, I, I think the, the Texans are going to walk with this one. What do you think, Sam? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They, they have too many weapons coming off the bye week. They're going to be ready to go. Don't you have Hopkins on fantasy? And Deshaun. Yep. So full disclosure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once again, his, his opinion is. Is biased because of his fantasy football roster, <laughs> and or and or any other random reason I pull up. <laughs> okay, so I think we're all agreed. Uh, Texans will cover on that one. Mm-hmm. Parker. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next. Uh, and and the under. I like the under. We like the under. Um, at the moment, we're not showing a point spread for Bengals at Baltimore. Um, I think a two couple factors are going on in that game right now. Joe Flacco's out with a, uh, I think he broke his hip or something. I think he's like 80 years old. <laughs> um, and Lamar Jackson has an illness today, so he's not practicing today. So they're going even deeper, and they're pulling out RG3 today. He's getting first-team reps. Um, Do his knees still work? I don't, know, I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Um, I think Vegas is afraid to lay anything on this one yet, so I'm afraid to, to bet on any any of this this weekend. Um, I just don't see this worth putting any money towards, no matter where the spread comes out. Unless it's just something, I'm not going to say no matter what, unless it's just something crazy. Yeah. But they're probably going to keep it close, uh, maybe even be a pick em. Um, I'm afraid to hop on that one. Yeah. 
Um, next, let's talk about the Steelers. This is uh, this is my ticket to the bank pick of the week. Uh, the Steelers are a five point favorite at Jacksonville. Um, I saw the Steelers just massacre my favorite football team last week. Um, Jacksonville just hasn't been the defense to me that they are supposed to be. Jalen Ramsey is just too caught up in himself. He's not playing well. Um, I, I think the Steelers can easily hang five points um, more on the Jaguars. What do y'all think? I was really hoping this game would get to around like a – I was hoping to come out at like minus seven or minus eight because I'd probably take the Jags there. I think this week in general in the NFL is going to be – just a bunch of teams that surprise us and a bunch of unexpected upsets and, and weird things happening. Um, but, I, yeah, this this spread is a little bit closer. I mean, it is in Jacksonville. Um, but, I, yeah, I think I got to go with you with Pittsburgh here. But but I don't, I don't think this is going to be a blowout, actually. Um, I think Jacksonville has a different defense than Carolina that they're going to be able to well, they do actually have a defense. You know, Carolina's defense did take the week off. <laughs> it was right. Like, yeah, they they weren't Jacksonville having has that. somewhat of a secondary. So they do. Yeah, but I don't think five points is a problem. What do you think, Sam? No, I don't think five points is a problem. Jacksonville plays better, but Pittsburgh still gets the win and covers. Okay. Um, next, we got the Panthers. They're a four and a half point favorite over the Lions. Um, let's start with you, Parker. What do you think? This is an emotional pass for me. Carolina has a four and a half point road favorite. Just makes me not want to bet it. So I'm in the, it's I'm pass, in the same boat. I like Carolina. I like this game. I want to see the Panthers win. I believe they can, but in no way will I put any money on this. Not after last week. Not after last week. I had my heart ripped out. I had my wallet ripped out. Um, went to bed sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sam texts me and tells me there was another. We're not going to talk about that game. I keep telling y'all not to bring it up, and y'all keep y'all keep reaping on it. On last week's Panthers game. So moving on. <laughs> um, the Cowboys, am I reading this right? The Cowboys are a three-point dog to the Falcons. Um, okay, at Atlanta. What, what do y'all think on this one? I like the Falcons. I mean, like, with minus three on a neutral field, this would be a pick em. Uh I think this is a good bounce-back situation for Atlanta. And, uh, yeah, give me the Falcons. Yeah. I, I think I like the I like the Falcons on this one too. The uh, Jason Garrett, you know, he he got less calls this past week for his firing because of what he did on Monday night. Yeah. So I think he's taking the week off. Um, the Falcons, I mean, it, as you said, the Falcons were just spanked by the Browns. There was that was ridiculous. So I think they're gonna really tighten the screws. They're gonna come home. Um, I feel like. I don't know, but I feel like the Falcons' record doesn't show how good of a team they are. We all know the, the weapons they have on offense. Um, They've just got a terrible defense. They do. They do, yeah. I don't really see the Cowboys um, exploiting it a ton, but uh could be wrong, but I do, I do like the Falcons on this one again. We'll see if the Falcons yeah. prove me wrong two weeks in a row for betting on them. <laughs> I probably will bet on them. We'll see how it goes. What do you yeah. think, Sam? I, I would prefer a Falcons loss just for Panthers playoff purposes. Uh, although that's really not going to make too much of an issue. I mean, the wild card's going to be there only. Yeah. The only the way. the playoffs with the Saints. But So, wait a minute. Uh, are, we, are we getting a hot take? Are you are you taking the Saints for the division? Yeah. Now, Parker, that is a bold claim. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm a I'm a god on a limb there. Yeah, that is a that's quite a claim you made there. Okay. <laughs> or the, do the Saints have a bye week this week? Who do they play? Or is it a bye week? I can't remember. No, they, they, Philadelphia. they uh, play the Eagles. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Have it on our list to talk about. Um, <laughs> super professional show. <laughs> Next, let's talk about the Colts. They're a one point favorite. Um, practically a pick'em. Uh, versus the Titans, the Titans have impressed me. Their defense, um, I don't, I think it's no longer ignored. They have the number one defense in the NFL. They're only allowing, I believe, a sixteen and a half points a game. I like, I like the Titans on this one. What do y'all think? I do too. I think they've been moving the ball fairly decent. Yeah, Mariota, um, he has feelings in his fingers now, which I guess is important when you're I, throwing a football. Sometimes it's not what coach told me, but. Yeah. <laughs> Coach told me if you're numb, you're doing a good job. <laughs> what do you think, Parker? Um, I lean the Colts here. This is probably a pass for me. They've been a little bit more consistent, uh, and they they're real comfortable at home. I like I like the Colts, but okay. I'm not betting this one. Let the record show Parker disagreed with us. I wrote it down. <laughs> okay, next we have uh, the Bucks. They're at the Giants. Um, they're a one and a half point dog. This uh, screams for me to stay away from this game. The Bucks, who knows what they're going to be week to week. Um, like I said, they have like you know they put up huge numbers offensive wise, but it doesn't always turn into points. Um, they fired defensive coordinator, if I'm not mistaken, earlier this season. I just I'm, I have, the Bucks are a complete mystery to me. Fitz Magic may be there. They shoot themselves in the foot. They do. Um, what do you think, Parker? I kind of feel the same, and the Giants are kind of that way as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where they've just got all these stars, but nothing really clicks. Um, I, I lean the Giants here. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be a pass for me as well. What quarterback do you think the Bucks should start, Sam? Ooh, that's tough. Full disclosure. Do you have them, do you have them both on your fantasy team, Sam? <laughs> no. I, I quickly, <laughs> quickly dropped old old famous uh a couple of weeks ago but yeah. it was probably a moral thing it <laughs> had to do it had to do it, it was it was yeah mm-hmm. you hate to see it i guess we're, we're, we won't we won't tread down that road too far thanks i appreciate that i'll like take new york though. okay this next game <laughs> raiders are a uh, five and a half point dog at the cards me and parker have been pretty big believers in the cards for the past uh three weeks or so yeah we gonna continue I, the trend i like the raiders you like the raiders yeah really oh my gosh parker i know they haven't scored a touchdown in how many weeks they don't want to they don't need to. They just need oh. to lose by less than one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I might hop on the money line on this one if it's not too abysmal. Um, actually, for, for Arizona? Absolutely, yeah. The money line? It's minus 250. That's a Trump bet. Don't do that. Hey, hey free money is money. <laughs> free money is money. <laughs> um, yeah, Trump ch- ch- bets pay out um, something. Uh, if you bet Arizona money line and they lose, I think your account gets automatically shut down. We'll we'll see. That'll be an experiment. We'll we'll try we'll try this weekend. Um, like I said, I, I, the Raiders have just been abysmal 
um, every game that I've watched them play this season. Which has yeah, been that's a why lot. I think they're going to keep this one close. You think they're just going to disappoint me in any way they can possible? Mm-hmm. You think they at least got to show a pulse, so right. they're not just completely throwing it in? Okay. Yeah, there's. I guess there could be some players who are vying for their spot on that roster who may go against Gruden's best wishes and score points and things like that just to try and get traded somewhere or, I don't know, land yeah. on their feet somewhere else. So I could see uh, it this, happen. This is going to be an ugly game. Don't don't misunderstand me there. It's going to be nasty. But right. um, this is going to be the game, actually, where you talk me into Arizona by Sunday. Yep. Um, and then you say thank it's you. It's the four or five game, so I'm gonna forget to bet it anyway. So we're good. Well, what I do like about the cards is David Johnson's finally starting to get some carries, um, starting to get a little healthy here and there. Um, I, I like the cards on this one. We don't need to talk about this game anymore. It's gonna be a dumpster fire either way. Um, yeah. Broncos are a seven point dog at the Chargers. Um. How how do y'all feel about this one? I have mixed emotions. I like the uh, I like the Broncos here a yeah. lot. I think this is a this is a good buy low situation on them. Um, I mean the Chargers are, I mean they're killing it, but I, I don't know about this line. I like I like Denver here. Sure, I, I I think I'm with you on that one. The Chargers get it's kind of a weird narrative that are going on with the Chargers. Everybody likes to talk about how nobody talks about the Chargers. Oh yeah, definitely. That's everybody's favorite popular, thing to talk. About. That's what's keeping them going. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everybody says, "Well, you know, uh, you know, kind of a sleeper team." If they're not a sleeper team, if every talking head is talking about, <laughs> if you start paying attention to the Chargers again, like I did um, against the Raiders, yeah, they they did you know cover the spread against the Raiders, but it was very close to not covering against the Raiders. Um, I, th- I do think they have a talented offense. Once Bosa's back, um, I really think the defense is going to step up a lot. But I, I think the Broncos are – I think they'll, they'll carry this one. Yeah, you can tell which like sports personalities watch Red Zone and which ones just watch all the games on TVs. Yeah. Because the, you really don't see a lot of the Chargers on Red Zone sometimes because a lot of times their games are blowouts one, red, one way or the other. Right. Um, I feel like they rarely have like a one-possession game. So they're like, you really don't see a lot of the Chargers. It's like, well, yeah, you're watching Red Zone. Right. You're watching like some terrible game that's 6-3 to three in the fourth. And I think it's just a popular thing to say because they don't really have a market. Right. So they're, just, they're, they're fun to talk about in that perspective. Um, you got any, got any hot takes on that one, Sam? Nope, none from me. Uh, nope. Okay, you know her? You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay, he's decided to to hold hold back his opinion on that one for whatever reason. <laughs> Eagles are a eight and a half point dog at the Saints. Over under is fifty six and a half on this one. I'm gonna jump in first, saying I'm with the Saints on this one. I know it's a big number. Um, I'm all about it at home. I think Breeze is gonna show out again. The Eagles. I, I think they're throwing high schoolers out there to play in the secondary at this point, and they're just kind of teaching them their first. Uh, Defensive coverages um, with Darby going down last week with an ACL. Huge I mean, blow. I, a huge blow. I I just think that uh, Breeze is going to light him up. What do you think, Parker? I like the Eagles. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, let's man. hear it. It's kind of a gut thing for me, a little bit. 
<laughs> but also, this, I think this is a good value on the Eagles. Public money's on the on the Eagles. I don't know, man. It just feels like a good spot. It just feels right. I like that scientific data. Yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, you can't you can't go wrong. With hey, the, I tell you, the gut. If it feels good. Yeah, definitely that one's gonna hurt it. me around seven forty-five on Sunday, though. Yep, yep. I'm rolling with the Saints on that one. Absolutely. I like the over. I like the spread for the Saints. Um, pains me to say it again as a Panthers fan. Full disclosure. That's a that's that's a pillar of this podcast is full disclosure. What do you think about this over under for a Philly team that has had a little bit of struggle getting in the end zone in some games? Fifty six. I'm thinking that they're going to land on a running back this week. Um, let somebody just consistently run the ball, which is going to help. What what just just drove me crazy about the Eagles is they would get down inside the you know first and goal, and they would never run the ball. Yeah, it's pretty obviously pretty obvious that uh, what's his name Clement is not their guy. No, no, I think it's just not producing. I think that Golden Tate is going to have to start participating. I was extremely shocked at how few snaps he got last week. Um, yeah. Full disclosure, I have him on fantasy. It didn't start him, so I guess I wasn't too shocked. But, <laughs> you know, if you sign somebody like him on a bye week and you're going into a make-it-or-break-it game, you know, divisional game like they did, I thought I thought he'd be out there on every snap, if not just to draw, you know, coverage and open up uh, yeah. Aguilar and Jeffrey some. So hopefully they'll listen to my advice. Um <laughs> pretty um, sure they tune in I, I'm, I'm positive they do actually no I don't want them to listen to my advice because I want the Saints just to walk them out of the park but uh, <laughs> it'd be great for the over um, so I, I, I do think they'll, they'll show an improvement this week over you know what they did last week with Dallas um, but I don't think they'll, they're not in the same league as the Saints this year I mean they're, yeah. in, the, they're in the NFL literally they're in the same league but <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Vikings. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. You have anything to say about that, Sam? No. I think. Uh, I mean, nothing past what you said. I think the Saints are too dangerous, and Philly doesn't have a defense. So you heard it first here. Okay. Um, Vikings are a three-point dog at the Bears. What do you think, Parker? Uh, I think this is gonna be a blowout. Bears, man. Yeah. Sunday night under the lights at home, Trubisky. Minnesota's not going to be able to keep up. I think this is the game that people are going to really appreciate Trubisky. Um, every week, yeah. I think people are walking on kind of eggshells around him, just like, oh, he hadn't played a defense, he hadn't seen this, he's young. Um, Trubisky yeah. is having a hell of a season. His uh, his rushing yards are rivaling what you know, Cam Newton's um, yards were in 2015, his MVP season. The Vikings yeah. defense, yes, they are better. Um, then some defenses he has seen. <clears throat> Xavier Rhodes is back, um, which is going to affect the game. But I do feel like the Bears can easily do three points at home on the Vikings. Yeah, I think the Vikings offense has kind of slowed down a little bit um, here in the past few games. Yep. I haven't really kept up with them too much, but I I think the Bears are going to take this to win. Yeah, I think the Bears will stop the run, too. Vikings won't get it going on the ground. They're going to become one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cleo Max playing right. Yeah, so you can easily account for you know forty points on defense right there. <laughs> easily, <laughs> at least. All right, one more game to talk about. Um, 
this is going to just be the game to watch. I'm not sure if I even want to gamble on it. I'm going to enjoy watching it so much. Um, Chiefs at the Rams, um, three point three and a half point dog Chiefs are. It's originally going to be in Mexico. Um, evidently, they had a rave in a mud field down there, and they tried to let the NFL play on it, and they said nope. So they moved it to L.A. Um, I think that goes into the Rams' favor a little bit more. What do y'all think? It's yeah, going to be a blast. Um, this is going to be the most electric <laughs> game to watch, and it's Monday night. This will probably be the most watched regular season game. It's also the highest over-under ever what in is the NFL game. 63 and a half. That's some like Big 12 stuff right there. It is. Um, And so since we are a gambling podcast, we're contractually obligated to bet that over. Okay. (laughs) Um, If you're smart, you'll take the under, but we have to take the over. We just don't have a choice. I wish we did, but we do not. Um, Chiefs opened up at plus one, and most of the money's on them. However, it's moved to – or most of the public, however – and it's moved to plus three and a half. Um, at minus one, I love the Rams. At minus three and a half, I like the Rams. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. I have a challenge for you, Parker. What's that? Name some defensive players for the Chiefs. Not going to happen. Okay, now name some defensive players for the Rams. Not going to happen. Okay, everybody who's listening should have just listed off three or four guys on the Rams' defense. Obviously, the Rams have the edge on defense. Offense, I believe, um, you know, I think we're pretty even on offense, but the Rams do have some resemblance of a defense. I know it didn't show up um, extremely well against Packers or the Saints, but um, they do have something there. They have a pass rush, which can be helpful. Um, I think that gives the Rams three-and-a-half-point advantage on this one and being at home. Yeah, I said I, I, said I wasn't going to gamble on it. I'm just I'm actively talking myself into gambling <laughs> on this one, <laughs> which I do more often than I should. Um, that's, a, that's another top, t- top pick. I like the Rams to cover. Um, I like the over on this no, one. You don't. I don't. You hate the over, but you just have to do it. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna hate it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Um, what are you, what are your locks this week in NFL? If you had to make one, um, you know, which we advise doing. If you got to pay your rent, you know, take your take your rent money and gamble with it. Then you've got money to do other stuff. So if you had to do that this week, what would you do it with? I like the Texans minus three. Yeah. Dang it. All right, Sam, you got to say something original. I got to come up with it quick. <laughs> quick. You can't just steal it all. All right. Um I've got two. I like the I like the Bears and I like the Saints. Saints is a good Saints are a good pick. Throw a wild card out there. Wild card out there. I think I'm I think I'm taking Pittsburgh. Down yep. there in Jacksonville. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, got anything else we need to talk about, Parker? Um, I don't think so. Cool. Have a good week. Make some money. Um, follow us on Twitter. What's the Twitter handle, Parker? The Long Shots Pod. We're going to be posting how we did last week. Um, I got to say that our numbers are rivaling people who get paid to do this. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a really good year. 
We're having a fantastic year. Take advantage of it. We're going to be posting our picks on the um, on the Twitter. Follow our Twitter because we may change some things because, like, the weather. Um, if we see something going down weather-wise, we will change something. So make sure you follow the Twitter. If you don't follow the Twitter and you don't make money, I don't know what to say other than you should have followed the Twitter. So check it out. Stay informed. Um, make some money. Have a good week. Thanks, guys.